0: Welcome to today's edition of The Blazing Grace Show with Jason Graves, Mike Janung, and Julie Dozier. Blazing Grace covers important life-affecting issues with grace-filled answers. Here are your hosts,
1: Jason, Mike, and Julie. Welcome back to The Blazing Grace Show. We're going to talk about street prostitution and outreaches to help folks get guys off the street. But first, we've got an exciting announcement here today. As you know, we've been without our, our favorite uh, former co-host Rob McIntyre for a few months now, and God has led us to a real diamond in the rough here, a real gem. Welcome uh, our newest co-hostess, Julie Dozier. <laughs>
2: Thank you, Jason. It's great to be here. I'm excited.
1: Yes, well, we're excited, too. I'm excited to have somebody with a sharp mind, inquisitive mind, and who's got a love for the Lord and a love for um, sexual healing and and setting the captives free. So welcome aboard.
2: Thank you. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Amen. (laughs) Well, we've got some announcements here. Uh, Julie, as you know from from, uh, earlier shows, has uh, a practice at Wings of Grace here in uh, Colorado Springs and in Houston. And so she is... doing work with women, with men, all around the issue of sexual brokenness, so wives of sex addicts. And, in fact, um, Julie, you've got some intensives coming up. Can you just describe briefly what would a person expect coming to an intensive with you?
2: Uh, an intensive is usually about a week long. And um, I've I've done spouses intensives, female mm-hmm. sex addict intensives, um, a lot of uh, marriage intensives. Mm-hmm. And I have one coming up in July and another one in September. Um, the couple would come out and we uh, would have uh, a nice out in somewhere in Colorado a nice retreat center and um, then we would do some work individually with the uh, the couple as Great. well as in large groups
1: so this is counseling for people who are. Particularly, I would imagine, in crisis or just feeling Mm -hmm. stuck. So if you want more information about the upcoming intensive with Julie Dozier in July or uh, the one in September, you can email her. That's julie at wingsofgrace.org. So exciting stuff there. Now, uh, just to give you an update, before we get to our guest, uh, welcoming back in just a few seconds here, Sil Davis from Emmaus Ministries in uh, Chicago. We're going to be talking about um, street prostitution and how he's helping guys get off the streets. want to give you a little uh, fill-in. Uh, first of all, you'll notice Mike's not here today. Uh, our faithful Mike Janung is taking the day off. He just is tired. He's been doing some conferences and and getting some much needed rest today. So, uh, we're excited to have him back next week. Now, want to give y'all an update. We had our first ever, uh, hopefully annual, possibly last, Healing for the Soul Therapeutic Retreat here this weekend. It was a great time up in Floriston, Colorado at Christ Haven Lodge. And, oh, just guys coming from all over the country. We even had one of our very own Blazing Grace listeners. Come in, Julie. Get this: a uh, blind guy from Ohio uh, calls. You know, fairly, uh, co- you know, recently uh, to the to the start date. Um, you know, with a few days before, uh, before being able to get there, had to pay like a thousand bucks for his plane ticket, but just <laughs> persevered, kidding. showed up, and I mean, I'll tell you what: this guy uh, was just an amazing blessing to everyone mm. there. Um, we were sitting around the campfire, and he started busting off Johnny Cash songs and you know, John Denver, and so Dale, if we're if you're out there listening we love you brother and it was a great time so we, we had so much fun we're thinking about doing another one in uh, late october so if you want more information about the next healing for the soul retreat coming up in fall you can email me that's help at healing so without any further ado we want to welcome back to the show a veteran here sil davis hello sil
3: Hi, thank you so much for having me back again.
1: My pleasure. Have you ever heard so many announcements in your life? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's quite fine. Right, right. Well, it's good to hear your voice. We're excited to have you back. And, of course, Sil Davis is working with Emmaus Ministries in Chicago and also a ministry called Overcomers, and we're going to hear more about that. But just by way of a little bit of uh, bio here, so let me refresh these guys. You've been leading groups on sexual and relational brokenness for years for guys at Emmaus. And recently, uh, you went on staff full-time, and uh, you, you used to do some AIDS care ministry in Chicago, AIDS care of Chicago, where for about six years you were managing the residential facility and did some case management and whatnot, uh, also working with HIV, AIDS-related work for um, Cook County and Chicago Department of Health. Uh, I just learned this, but you founded the South Suburban Task Force on AIDS Prevention, and so maybe we can even hear about that a little bit. But you're currently president of Overcomers, a Ministry to the Sexually Broken. So, brother, fill us in. I mean, it's been a few months since we had you on. What's been going on out your way?
3: Uh, well, well, quite a bit. Uh, and, you know. And the Lord just continues to, to bless and uh, and just have our ministry to grow, um, both here at I MS mean, and at, at Overcomers. Um, I'll talk about Overcomers first. Overcomers is a, a ministry that's a Exodus style ministry, mm-hmm. and um, it's been around since 1984. And I've been a part of the ministry since '93, and mm-hmm. um, just dealing with my own brokenness issues and coming out of homosexuality was how I came across um, Overcomers, and mm-hmm. so started working with them, and sort of came up through the ranks, so to speak, and right. um, have um, currently serve as director. Um, of the ministry there and we just recently moved to a new location and so in the process of unpacking boxes and setting up um, but our group um, continues to meet and it's both for men and women and um, and I guess fortunately or unfortunately we're getting a lot of calls um, from teenagers now, um, 15 right. to 18 year olds and um, just issues and a lot of calls from parents as well and and so I mean, definitely um, your listeners can be praying uh, we need to start a, up a parent's support group and just how to tackle the issues um, because in many of the schools um, you're having gay clubs and, and that sort of thing cropping up in schools, and so the parents don't know how to uh, work with that when they don't want their children a part of it, but yet and still it, um, it's within the school as well.
1: Um, yeah, in fact, I think Exodus has got a counter to that. Uh, if you don't know what Exodus is, still' talking about Exodus International, the largest umbrella organization of uh, ministries helping people dealing with a specific form of sexual brokenness called homosexuality or same-gender attractions. And so, still you, you're, you're seeing it, we're seeing it. More and more teenagers are dealing with these issues. And, boy, I mean, the parents are coming to you. I'm sure you get parents just like me all the time saying, hey, what do I do, my son's choice, and, uh, you know, how do we help him? And it's hard because you can't help the person if they don't want any help. Exactly. But, you know, you, you definitely want to help the parents. And so you're, you're trying to do a group, is that right?
3: Correct. And, and, you know, many times the the parents, when they feel that they've done something wrong, it's their fault um, of why their child, um, you know, has same-sex attractions and, you uh, know, You know, it's not their fault for them to take away the guilt. And how do you bridge a gap to uh, find a place where both the the child and the parent can say, this is a place where we can both agree and that be at such opposite ends of the spectrum and then work to build a relationship um, from there and an understanding from there.
2: Right. Praise God. Well, so what would be one thing that you would say to um, parents out there that have a child that's struggling with this?
3: Um, to continue to definitely to pray for their child, to be open and and, and talk to their child, you know, that uh, we love and we respect where you're coming from, that the child needs to uh, respect also the parents' wishes or the boundaries within the house. Uh, if their child is engaging uh, in a relationship um uh, parents don't have to condone it, but also should know and be praying for the, the other young person uh, or older person in some cases, be praying for that person to come to know God as well. Um, homosexuality is always a symptom of other things going on. And so for the parents to be seeking and, and asking God and perhaps working with their pastors on what are some of the other issues and tackling those issues and not just saying that the main problem is the same sex uh, attraction
1: right right so it is important to not take blame if you're a parent but it's there's probably some value in looking at your part like how did i contribute to this or maybe what are some things that i could do differently to change so that the the healing setting of our family is enriched wouldn't you say
3: Yes, and it would be the same issues for any parent, you know, regardless of what your children are doing. Mm-hmm. Are you keeping tabs on who their friends are, right. um, what are their activities, their Internet access, um, right. who are they emailing, um, what chat rooms, or, you know, th- uh, we've heard a lot in the media about MySpace. Right. Who are they talking to? And so, you know, wherever whatever your child is doing, and I'm a parent as well,
1: those yeah. are the things that we should do. Right, yeah. In fact, I just saw the picture on the on the web with you and and uh, your your son there holding. Uh, oh, let's see, what's his name? Uh, Malachi. Malachi, right? What a right. cutie! So, is he Slam Dunking yet, or what?
3: Um, That's it. He oh, yeah. he's uh, he'll be five soon and be ready <laughs> to start school. So. <laughs> okay,
2: a little young, Jason. yeah, right,
1: right. He's a cutie. Well, I just saw he was wearing a basketball uniform there, yeah. and so he's probably a big Bulls fan, right? Yes, he is. Of course. Okay. Good. Well, listen. You know, I I, I want to kind of make a distinction too, because a lot of times all uh, hear, okay, my son thinks he's gay, or my son is gay, or there's even been books written about, you know. um, uh you know, someone I love is gay, right? Very helpful. But here's my problem with that title, sill, and I and I and that that word, and I want to see what you think. Okay. Is you know, I don't think that it's really a wise thing to talk about people as being gay for a couple of reasons, or even a person being homosexual. One is that it's a an issue of identity. Because God created us And if we're Christians, we believe that, you know, God created us. He's the one that decided what our identity is. And while some of us have adopted a cultural vernacular, this word gay, or even an an idea that says homosexual, um, I I do believe there is homosexuality in in our behavior. But in terms of being a homosexual, quote unquote, I think that that's a fallacy because it seems to me, Syl, that, you know, people may be choose to use their behavior in a homosexual way, but that doesn't change the fact that God made them as a heterosexual. What do you think about that?
3: Uh, I agree, and and I I, I similarly feel the same way almost about the word heterosexual as well. Uh Uh-huh. God made us male and female, and I see myself as being a man of God.
1: Huh. Sometimes
3: I get introduced as being ex-gay and I'm not an ex anymore. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't and like that. I definitely
3: that. hate
1: that, that terminology. Right.
3: Um, and, and just recently, matter of fact, uh, about two weeks ago, I w- met with a mom and her 17-year-old son who walked into my office holding a teddy bear. Uh-huh. And so, and referring to this teddy bear as his child. And But as we discussed, he had a definite division as gay, um, homosexual and bisexual, even. Huh. And as he used those words, rather than defining who he was, it alienated him even more. Wow. And, you know, he was active in his youth group, and even though he was getting some resistance and being ostracized to some degree, I started telling him in our session to refer to himself as a man of God.
2: Huh. Mm, I like that. And
3: so whenever he would use any of those other terms, it was like, but who are you and whose are you?
1: Right, right. Exactly. Like and Love just it.
2: that we're all made in his image. Amen. Exactly.
1: Amen. Important distinction. Mm-hmm. And so let's start a revolution still. No more saying ex-gay. Uh, no more saying, you know, all those kind of cultural vernacular words. And, you know, we'll, we'll just change the world. How's that sound? sounds great to me. Okay, alright, one person at a time. But really, I, I think that those are important issues, and I don't want to be picky about it or, or, you know, just dwell on semantics, but, see, I think words are so important. You know, Jesus was the Word. You know, right. he he was referred to as the Logos, the Word, and so words are important. In fact, you know, the, the Bible describes our tongue as a sword, and so words can change things, and I, I think the enemy uses words a lot to confuse, and yeah. if he can change the meaning of something just slightly, I mean look at the word gay in and of itself is a perversion of the meaning of the word it right. means you know happy or joyful Mm-hmm. And now you say gay people do not think of happy or joyful; they think of a person's sexuality. And so the Correct. word has been, the word has been changed. That's what the word perverted means. It's, it's been changed. And so, don't mean to you know make that heavier than it is. But but yeah, I, I think we have to be careful about that. Now, listen, you you are seeing younger and younger people, but see you do street ministry. In fact, your website is streets dot org. And so if you want more information about AMAS Ministries and Overcomers, go to streets.org. And, and I'm just curious, uh, you know, what how are you seeing, uh, like, younger and younger people on the streets doing prostitution?
3: Um, yes, uh, un- unfortunately, due to economic reasons, drug use, uh, you see um, young people who are running away. And unfortunately, they can come to uh, most major cities and find where it's easy to um, sell their bodies to survive. Right, right. Most of them don't wake up and say, you know, hey, I think I, it'd be a good thing for me to be a prostitute. They go into it with the idea that I'm going to do it, get enough money to eat, give me a place, and find a real job. Right. Mm-hmm. And it just never works out that way. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times they don't even start off with the drug first. The drugs though, become a way of coping. When they are men here at a mess that a lot of them, their orientation is not homosexual. Right. It's heterosexual. But when I have to do what I, they feel that they need to survive, I use the drugs
1: in order to cope. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sad.
2: So could you give us like a case study of someone who's experienced some healing through your ministry just as an encouragement uh, for others that might be listening? Yeah, paint that picture for us.
1: Okay. Uh,
3: we have a young man who is currently... Um, he. He's leading their groups. We have group uh, for the guys on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays okay. that are sort of life skills, and it can be dealing with finances or recovery or sexuality. and, th- and This was a young man who had been in and out of jail, started drinking at um, age nine, oh. um, went into a life and was actually a drag queen prostitute, meaning mm-hmm. that he dressed mm-hmm. like a woman on the street. Right. Uh, never really identify with his uh, maleness and so as we've watched him um, and God working with him and he's gotten into a recovery, um, he just celebrated um, a year um, of clean time for the first time in his life wow. um, since he started drinking. Uh, a few months ago he has his own apartment that he's been maintaining. He's reunited with his family and then this, and even not him concentrating on his look and, and his style um, of dress. Watched his natural maleness and even physically his features changing. And mm-hmm. uh, you know he's uh, having a difficult time right now being celibate. But you know he has um, us here at the ministry as well as people in his recovery um, support system that are walking him through. And so it's just amazing to see. Somebody that was out on the street as a woman, walking now, definitely I would, uh, in my estimation, say that he's a man of God, right? and giving back and changing lives of others now.
1: Wow, what a picture. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you are showing such grace there. I mean, this is the Blazing Grace show, so whenever we hear about grace and see grace demonstrated... We just get really excited about that. And so you're showing that person grace because even though they're trying and they're working on their stuff, they're not perfect. And you're willing to walk with them even though the celibacy isn't there like that person would like it to be, like perhaps you would like it to be. And so thank you for that, um, mm-hmm. So, If you're just tuning in, we're meeting with Syl Davis here from Overcomers and Emmaus Ministries in Chicago. If you'd like to find them on the web, go to streets.org and, you know, Still so, I know you've got um uh, ministries all over, or, you know, well, a couple anyways, Houston, Chicago, okay. um, you guys are uh, supported. You're 501C3, correct? To yes, okay. we yes, Just are. like the Blazing Grace uh, ministry and Blazing Grace show. And, you know, if you'd like to support these ministries, uh, you know, we are listener-supported, so we certainly love your support, but we love it when our when folks support the ministries that we're supporting, like Emmaus. And so, what are some different ways, I know we talked about this last time, that people can support you? Uh, by the way, I, we didn't tell you, but Julie is a Houston gal, so you got a little connection there. Yeah,
3: um, what, one of the ways definitely is to be praying for um, our staff, and particularly our, our street outreach team. Um, right. Doug, who heads up our, uh, our street outreach, you know, they're out every night of the week between ten and three a.m., and so wow. they're out in that darkness and in that world, and right. and for people to be praying for their protection. Um, because they see and, and, and truly in spiritual warfare on the front lines. Right. And, and the rest of us in the ministry as well, but them in particularly. Um, and then we have a newsletter uh, that we send out on a monthly basis, as mm-hmm. well as each of the staff, uh, we send out a newsletter, and, and because we have to raise our support. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, by, when they go to the website, They can find out how to get on our mailing list and contribute. But also, um, if they want to mail us clothes, we we have groups from all across the the country that, in particular, socks, underwear, always a need in the winter. um, The Chicago winters can be pretty brutal. And so to to send coats or um, certificates to jewels and Target and places like that, so then we can purchase the other things that we need as
1: well. Right. Okay, let's. Can we just pray for you right now? So, thank you. Okay, well, Father, we do lift up these needs, and we do lift up this ministry. And thank you, Lord, that you care about "quote unquote" the least of these—that the, the folks that society would sometimes want to throw away. But Lord, you care about each one, and thank you for using Emmaus and overcomers to care about the least of these. And Father, we bl- are trusting you for all their needs. We ask that the listeners would respond and reach out; that they would go to streets. dot org and, and look for ways and get involved. Uh, from afar and near, Lord, because we know you are near and afar as well. So, Lord, we thank you in advance for the harvest and for setting the captives free through Sill, Emmaus, and overcomers. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen. Well, brother, I mean, I would just let us know uh, how we can help at any time. But we want to do something kind of special. Now, um, Julie's got something to read here in a second. So, uh, But, Sil, I want you to get in receiving mode, okay? Can okay. You, can you get in receiving mode for a second? <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead, Julie.
2: And so uh, before I do that, too, I just want to say, as I'm listening to you and just that ministry that you have to the broken, I'm reminded of 2 Corinthians 1, 4, where it talks about the God of all comfort, who comforts Mm. us in all Mm -hmm. our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. And I just, I see you in that verse, and I just, you know, want to say that you are such a blessing. Yes. and and then um, each year, the Blazing Grace Show presents the Trailblazer Award to a pioneer in the field of sexual addiction recovery. And the recipient of the 2007 Trailblazer Award is Syl Davis of Emmaus Ministries.
3: Thank you so much. <laughs> Congratulations. What an honor.
2: So we we just want to present you with this award for embodying the principles of healing, vision, and excellence in your ministry to the sexually broken.
3: Thank you. You know, it, and, it, and it's things like this that make my work in it, here at our ministry that we appreciate coming from a a sister ministry such as yourself and, and those who are doing the work and when we're recognized, um, you know, because we're not out here to, you know, to our own horn. Right. Um, Mm-hmm. Our Athena at Demas is making Jesus known at the street. And so Amen. That's mm-hmm. the the horn we're teaching in Jesus' horn. So, well,
1: to God, God be the glory, we'll just yes. give you a little bit of the credit. How's that sound? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, now listen, you're in pretty good company. Last year, uh, the the first ever uh, Trailblazer Award went out to Stephen Arterburn from um, uh, New Life Ministries. Okay. And so, we're going to be sending you a plaque. Okay. So, you know, of course, we, we, uh, we expect that you put it up right in the, you know, as people come in the door, they can see it first thing. Thank All right? right, and so, uh, <laughs> I'm just teasing, but we we really love you and your ministry, Phil, and we want to, Just bless you a little bit and just take a minute to appreciate the work that you're doing. So I'm glad you can receive that.
3: I appreciate it so
1: much. Amen. Amen. Well, we appreciate you. And uh, we'll, uh, we've will got an open door. Anytime you want to be on, so just let us know, all right? Okay, I will do that. Just kind of wrapping up here, Julie, uh, a few things. Again, uh, you know, Blazing Gray Show is listener-supported, and so we would love to have you help us. If, you, if you're touched by this ministry, if you are uh, enjoying the broadcasts, and if you want to give to us, uh, you know, we are a 501c3, so you can, uh, get uh, tax deductions for that. All you have to do is email Mike at blazinggrace.org for more information or just go to blazinggrace.org for instructions on how to make a contribution uh, to keep us on the air. Uh, we are expanding. We just recently went to South Africa and we're on the air there as well. Uh, but we've got other big dreams that we'd like to do. We'd love to be in syndication and, and be on radio stations nationwide and eventually worldwide with a message of sexual healing and and recovery and restoration. So love to have your help on that. Uh, We'd love to see you at one of our uh, upcoming conferences. I'm going to be speaking at Christ Gospel Church International in Dallas here at the end of May. Also in June, there's an Everyman's Battle workshop I'm doing in Cincinnati, Ohio. So you can call uh, Healing for the Soul at toll-free 877-590-SOUL or soul seven six eight five. 6 Then also, I'll be at the, uh, speaking of Exodus still, I'll be at the Exodus International Conference in June from the, uh, I think the 27th through the 30th, speaking on uh, same gender attractions as sexual addiction. Okay. And I'm uh, going to do a workshop for leaders on networking and, and ministering together. Uh, but if you want more information about attending the conference, you can go to exodusfreedom.org or call 888 264 0877. And that conference is specifically going to be um, highlighting uh, ministry and recovery from same-gender attractions. I think Clay Cross may be singing at that this year, so that's going to be a great time. So listen, we're excited to be uh, having you guys listening every week. Tune in uh, next week. See you then. God bless. God
0: bless. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of The Blazing Grace Show. We trust today's broadcast helps bring you closer to God and to what God desires for your life. Blazing Grace is a listener-supported mission intended to help listeners around the world. Your support is vital in keeping that mission alive. We ask you to prayerfully consider sending a tax-deductible gift to Blazing Grace. It would be gratefully appreciated. Send your monetary gift to Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80962-2521. That's Blazing Grace, P.O. Box 62521, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 809 Want to learn more about Blazing Grace? Find us on the internet at www.blazinggrace.org. That's B-L-A-Z-I-N-G-G-R-A-C-E dot O-R-G forward slash radio dot htm on that page you'll find a downloadable copy of this show or You can visit OnePlace.com under Ministries. Look for Blazing Grace Radio. If you want help resolving a sexual addiction, you can reach Jason Graves by dialing toll-free 877-590-SOLD. That's 877-590-7685. Julie Dozier can be reached at 719 6636 That's 719 Six sixty-six thirty-six. Get a copy of Mike's book, *The Road to Grace*, by visiting roadtograce.com. That's the word "to" and not the number. Desire for a specific subject to be covered on the show? Email Mike Chanung at mike at blazinggrace.org. We look forward to sharing more blazing issues and grace-filled answers with you next time. Thank you so very much for listening. Tell a friend about the broadcast. On behalf of Jason, Mike, and Julie, may God richly shine His grace upon you.